0: History Tidbits and Morsels by Larry Kennedy, 2009 Pennsylvania, Part 1, Infancy Indians lived in the Pennsylvania region hundreds or maybe thousands of years before the arrival of the Europeans. The Algonquin and Iroquois were found in the area. The Algonquin tribes included the Conoy, Delaware, Nanacook, and Shawnee. Both the Iroquois and the Susquehannock lived along the Susquehanna River. In 1609, the British explorer Henry Hudson sailed into Delaware Bay. Hudson was searching for the trade route to the Far East for the Dutch East India Company. Hudson's report led the Dutch explorer Captain Cornelius Hendrickson to continue the exploration. In 1615, Hendrickson sailed up the Delaware River to what is now Philadelphia. The Swedes made the first permanent settlements in the region. In 1643, they made Tinticum Island, near what is now Philadelphia, the capital of their colony of New Sweden. In 1655, Dutch troops led by Peter Stuyvesant came from the New Netherlands and captured New Sweden. The Dutch held the Pennsylvania region until 1664, when the English captured the area. The English Duke of York controlled the region until 1681. Pennsylvania, or the province of Pennsylvania, was named by King Charles II in honor of the son of Giles Penn, Sir William Penn. Sir William was an admiral in the English Navy. He commanded the British fleet in Oliver Cromwell's time and at the beginning of the reign of Charles II. Sir William Penn had been promised by King Charles II, a large tract of land in America for services rendered and impartial payment of debts owed to him by the crown. The debt amounted to about $80,000. However, Sir William died before he received it. In 1680, Sir William's son, William, asked the king to clear the debt with wilderness land in America. The land was called Pennsylvania in the original patent dated March 4th 1681. The charter granted Penn, the territory west of the Delaware, between New York and Maryland. After the granting of the charter, the first settlers to arrive in this area, called Pennsylvania, was at Upland, now called Chester, in December eleventh, sixteen 1681. Penn, with many of his oppressed Quaker friends, landed at Newcastle October twenty seventh, 1682. Penn insisted that the Indians be treated with respect and as equals, as he paid the Indians for most of the land that King Charles had given him. Deeds were formalized and agreed upon with the tribes that comprised the Five Nations. The Iroquois Indians formed a federation of tribes that occupied much of the land near the North Atlantic coast. They became famous as the Five Nations or the Iroquois Longhouse. Historians feel that the federation was formed around 1400. The federation was composed of the Mohawk, Oneida, Onondaga, Cayuga, and Seneca tribe. About 1722, the Tuscarora joined the league that then became the Six Nations. According to legend, Penn and Tamarind, the chief of the Delaware Indians, exchanged wampum belts under the now-famous Chacomoxin Elm near Philadelphia. Certainly Penn did not need to purchase the land from the Indians, but he felt that everything should be done fairly. The charter gave Penn almost unlimited ruling power. The King's Council added Penn to the suggested name of Sylvania, making it Pennsylvania or Penn's Woods. Penn opened the land to the Quakers, and they moved in by the thousands from England, Germany, the Netherlands, and Wales. Penn wanted Pennsylvanians to enjoy personal and property rights, and to have self-government. He also desired religious freedom for persons of other faiths. In 1682, he drew up a frame of government for the colony. Its influence is noticeable even in the United States Constitution. It provided for a deputy governor and an elected legislature. The legislature consisted of a provincial council, upper house, and a general assembly, lower house. Penn returned to England in 1684. Troubles developed in the colonial legislature during his absence. Learning of the trouble, Penn placed most of the powers of the government in the hands of the provincial council. The council failed to restore order, and in 1688, Penn appointed a new deputy governor. In 1692, the rulers of England deprived Penn of his right to govern Pennsylvania. They restored his power to govern in 1694. Penn returned to his colony in 1699. In 1701, he wrote a new constitution called the Charter of Privileges. This made the General Assembly the chief law-making body in the colony. It gave greater control to the people and gave the Provincial Council an advisory role. William Penn returned to England in 1701 and died there in 1718. Penn's family governed Pennsylvania until the Revolutionary War began in 1775. By 1682, Penn had established the city of Philadelphia and had established the counties of Bucks and Chester. German immigrants arrived in 1682 and settled in the area today known as Germantown. By 1755, to 70,000 Germans were living in Pennsylvania. Nearly half of these immigrants were Mennonite and Amish. About 90% of the first settlers in Adams County were German immigrants. Irish and Scotch-Irish began to immigrate to southeast Pennsylvania by 1719. They arrived in Adams, then Lancaster County, and established a settlement, Marsh Creek, Gettysburg, by 1743. They arrived in 1730 in neighboring Cumberland, then also Lancaster County. In 1734... Andrew Schreiber, or Schreiber, a tanner and shoemaker, led the Germans into what would become Adams County. Schreiber purchased 100 acres from John Diggs of Maryland for 100 pairs of Negro shoes. The track of land lay about three miles northeast of Littlestown. The first of the Scotch Irish arrived led by Hans Hamilton, in 1735-1736. Catholics from Maryland entered the county during the same era. As the immigrants pushed west from the Philadelphia area, Penn found it necessary to create more counties. Lancaster was carved out of Chester in 1729. York was created from Lancaster in 1749. Cumberland was created in 1750, Franklin in 1784, and Dauphin in 1785. Penn purchased all the land west of the Susquehanna River in 1736. The Indians had named the river Susquehannock, which means long, crooked river. In 1739 1740, Penn laid out in what is now Adams County a reservation for he and his family and called it the Manor of Mask. A boundary dispute with Maryland over land rights had never been resolved. In 1739, negotiations began, and finally in 1763, the two colonies hired Charles Mason and Jeremiah Dixon to take care of establishing a lasting boundary. Both men were mathematicians and surveyors. The line was finally marked in 1784. As settlers moved west from the Susquehanna River, some of the early towns to be founded were Shippensburg in 1749, Retort, or Carlisle, in 1750, Middletown, 1755, and Papertown, Mount Holly. Shippensburg was the second oldest town west of the Susquehanna River. York was first. And became the first county seat of Cumberland County. The county seat was moved to Carlisle in 1751. The first court trials were held in Carlisle in 1753. A county prison was erected in 1754. Stocks and a pillory were erected in the square and remained as a punishment until that form of sentence was abolished. Dickinson College was chartered by the Pennsylvania Legislature in 1783. A large market house was also opened in the area of the square. In nearby Pine Grove Furnace on Mountain Creek was one of the first sites in the area to be utilized for mining. Mined in the surrounding area was limestone, mountain sandstone, brown aquilaceous, and hermatite iron ore. There had been Indian massacres occurring in Pennsylvania beginning in 1727, and they continued through 1769. Maryland, Virginia, and Pennsylvania were concerned about the Indian raids and formed the Great Indian Treaty of 1744. The treaty was formed for the purpose of preventing and protecting villages from Indian raids during the French and Indian War. Massacres included the killing, scalping, and capturing of men, women, and children. Dwellings, barns, mills, livestock, and crops were destroyed. Whites did some, quote, getting even, end quote, with some executions of their own. Some notable ones were at Carlisle, 1760, Lancaster, 1763, and Middle Creek, 1768. The event that occurred at Lancaster was carried out by the Paxton Gang. The last of the men, women, and children of the Conestoga tribe were placed in jail and guaranteed their safety. The Paxton Gang broke into the jail and murdered every man, woman, and child, leaving no remaining members of the Conestoga tribe. The French and Indian War began in western Pennsylvania in 1754. One of the most brutal battles took place in 1755 when the French and Indians ambushed General Braddock's troops on the banks of the Monongahela River. Fighting continued in Pennsylvania until 1758 when the French withdrew from the colony. The war ended in 1763 with a British victory. Pontiac, an Ottawa chief, was defeated at the Battle of Bushy Run. The French and Indian War officially ended February 10, 1763, with the Treaty of Paris. Pennsylvania bought land from the Indians in the Fort Stanwix Treaty of 1768. The treaty settled most of the Indian troubles in the colony. Prior to the French and Indian War, 1754 to 1763, settlers in what would become Adams County had had a peaceful coexistence with the Indians. In 1754, the fall of Fort Necessity and the defeat of General Braddock opened Pennsylvania's frontier to Indian attacks. Following those defeats, forts and blockhouses were erected in the area to protect the citizenry. Two forts, Franklin and Morris, were constructed over the mountain in the Shippensburg area. A blockhouse was erected between Brysonia and Arntsville. Other protective structures were erected in Butler Township, one near Bonneville, and one each in Straban and Lattimore Townships. Indians attacked, killed, and abducted settlers. They destroyed houses, mills, barns, and crops, From 1755 to 1759, raids occurred in the western part of what would become Adams County. The eastern part of the county did not see many raids. The best-known story of the area that would become Adams County is that of Mary Jamison, or Jamison. She was born at sea while her parents were coming from Ireland to America. The family moved to Buchanan Valley in 1754. In the Raid of 1755, Indians and Frenchmen raided the farm and captured the entire family except for two small boys. Fearing pursuit by the whites as they fled westward, they killed and scalped all the captives except 13-year-old Mary and one boy. Two Indian women adopted Mary and she grew up with the Indians as the, quote, white squall, end quote. She refused to return to her own people when she had the chance. She married Indian men twice. Her second husband was a chief. The New York legislature gave her land along the Genesee River in eighteen seventeen. In eighteen thirty one she moved to the Buffalo Creek Reservation. She lived there as the quote, white woman of the Genesee end quote, until her death at the age of 91. A statue in her memory stands before the Catholic Church in Buchanan Valley. In the area known as South Mountain during 1757 to 1758, Indians killed one, wounded one, and took 11 captives. They also destroyed property including a barn. In 1756, McCord's Fort was burned and 27 were killed and captured by the Indians. In 1758, Robert Bard and seven others were taken captive in Carroll's Track near Fairfield. The Indians also burned a barn, house, and Marshall's Mill. Bard managed to escape and make his way to Fort Littleton. Three of the remaining seven were eventually scalped and killed. At Carroll's Track, two more were shot in 1759.